everybody. Welcome back to today's episode, one in which I know is definitely going to spark your interest because as you are an educational entrepreneur or someone who's looking into educational entrepreneurship, whether you're building your micro school, your homeschool hybrid, you are definitely thinking about the financial aspect and there are so many incredible ways to receive financial assistance through donations, through fundraising, but also through grants. And today I'm gonna share with you a recent process that I went through with the YAS Prize, Y-A-S-S, YAS Prize, which is an incredible opportunity for each and every one of us who are building through educational entrepreneurship, building incredible outlets for our students and families. This is a grant opportunity for you to take advantage of. Now, it's already gone through. I just want to spark your interest. I want to share with you my experience with the YAS Prize so that you can prepare accordingly in the months ahead because it will come up again next year in 2024. But right now, I think it is worth every bit of your time to think about how you can prepare not only for this grant, but for others as well. So I'm excited to share with you my experience So let's get into it. Welcome, teacher, to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. I want to definitely give a shout out to one of our Facebook group members. She is new, Tina. Thank you so much for joining our group. Tina said, thank you so much for the ad. I have been a public educator for 17 years and a homeschool mom for two. I took the last two years off from public teaching and went back this year. It's only been 31 days of school, and I already know public education is not for me anymore. I'm here to learn from others on how to start my micro school. Excited to learn more. Thank you, everyone, who welcomed Tina. And Tina, we are so happy that you are here. We absolutely understand what it feels like to be in your situation. As we started this new school year with our students as well, this is our fourth year of having a micro school, and we have new teachers that, some of which come from public school, have never taught in in an environment like ours, and all of which are saying, wow, this is like nothing I've ever experienced before. One of my teachers from public school said she'd been teaching there for seven years, She's 30 years old. She's still in the prime. She's still young. She's like, I I feel as if I have a whole new career. This is night and day. And we just literally laughed so hard. We were in a meeting and she's like, I'm serious. Like I'm in a totally different career, 
totally different. And then one of my new teachers, another new teacher, she said, this is just brings, this just brings me tears to see all of the things that the children get to do and the things that we get to do. We just had our first field trip. Guys, it is amazing what you can do when you allow yourself this opportunity to step out. And so I just wanted to say, welcome, Tina. There's so many. We get so many people coming into the group each day, but I wanted to start sharing those who are posting in the group. Give you a shout out for being courageous enough and just to say what's on your heart and what's on your mind. Of course, I won't ever divulge anything that is private, but I think it's very good for people to hear that others are in this in a similar situation and they are thinking of potentially transitioning out and one of the reasons that people get a little stuck is they think about finances now i have been so grateful for our school to receive the vela grant we received two vela grants totaling one ten thousand one fifty thousand totaling sixty thousand i I'm so grateful because I know that that absolutely changed the trajectory of our school. It helped out tremendously, especially as we grew our school and moved to a new location. So we received the grant from Vela. Now, this is different than the ASP prize, but we received the grant from Vela in December, the last one, the 50000 out of 60000 and we saved that until we started our new location. We have not used all of it. We still have plans. But I just want to explain to you that there are many places, many foundations, many organizations, many people that want to help, that want to change education. They believe that we are the pioneers. They believe that this is the way of the future. And one of the foundations and organizations is called the YAS Prize, Y-A-S-S Prize. Now, this is an absolute incredible foundation. We applied, Lighthouse Learning applied. When I say we, I say me. I wrote it. However, I don't want to take the credit because, of course, it is a lot of ideas, a lot of passion work, my husband included, who have helped make lighthouse learning the way it is and the way that we want it to be so i don't want to take the the glory and say oh my goodness look at how much i've did so no but what i did realize from the yas prize with a grant such as this it is worth taking the time right now to begin studying and learning about their movement their beliefs so it's called stop awards Yas Foundation, and you can go to yasprize.org, read all about it. And this is a foundation of two people plus many, many more, but the founders are Janine Yas and Jeff Yas. For over 25 years, they have dedicated their time, their resources, their experiences to creating really amazing schools for parents to have meaningful choices. And isn't that what we're doing? Now, their story, you can find out more on the yasprize.org website, but because of the COVID crisis, their intentions really magnified and found that there was so many inequities 
surrounding a majority of students. So they pivoted to a very impactful way to spend their resources to speed up the pace of improving student lives by creating the YAS Prize, which awards one school $1 million. Now, this is not just for micro schools. This is for private schools. This is for charter schools. This is for public schools. And I felt as if this is me. Why not try? Okay, there are over 2,000 people that have applied the year before and this year. There were over 2,000 people. And I wanted to try because one, I'm not going to go down without a fight. Two, I believe that if we don't hit it the first time, we will hit it again. And I believe that this experience is one in which will ultimately change you, whether or not you receive it, receive the YAS Prize, the award or not. It really is so incredibly enlightening, to say the least. So I spent quite a bit of time researching the YAS Prize, understanding what their initiative was, STOP, S-T-O-P, meaning S for sustainable, T for transformational, O for outstanding, P for permissionless. And you really needed to know what those four core principles have the power to changing policy and driving positive outcomes for our students, for our families, and really, truly making sure that there's effective education environments that stem from state policies and give educators a wide amount of support for student needs. Now, I will tell you, this grant was not for the faint of heart. And what I learned from it was that even though my efforts were being sowed and planted and watered for several months, I still needed time to reflect and to grow and to write. And I will tell you that there was a lot of change in our school this year. We grew, we doubled our school, we doubled, tripled our staff, we du- we just doubled everything. And it was such a growth moment that when the YAS prize was due in July, it was a race to the end. Even though I had done some prep work beforehand, it really was something that I I found out needed a lot more time and attention towards the end than what I could give to it because the YAS Prize was due July 15th and June and July, I was knee deep in learning how to grow the school and market and advertise. And I was coaching many people through Teacher Let Your Light Shine. I was hiring so many teachers and interviewing actually so many teachers and preparing our space, which then flooded, right? So it was a growing season for sure, but I do not take it back that we did not receive the YAS prize. I would not take it back that we put in the time and the effort. And yes, we were definitely competing against huge people, right? You feel like a small fish in a really big pond, charter schools, public schools, I'm telling you, these schools have incredible initiatives. And I know that because I want to explain to you how the YAS Prize works. So there's a timeline for the YAS Prize. They just announced who received the YAS Prize on September 15th. 
14th, sorry, September 14th, they announced who won the YAS prize. There were 64 quarter quarter finalists. All right, so that means 64 people or organizations, schools, not people because this is, takes more than village, right? We're building a movement. We're trying to expand. And out of 2,000 people, 64 education providers were recognized and rewarded. And out of that 64, 32 quarter finalists will receive $100,000. Can you believe it? So quarter finalists, so if you're in the 64, so you went from 2,000 to 64. So out of that 64, here's what the prizes are. So if you were in the 64, this is what you were going to, you get one of four chances. One to get $100,000. That's 32. Organizations are going to get $100,000. 23 are going to get $200,000. That's semifinalist. Eight are going to get $500,000. That's a finalist. And one will get the $1 million. And I really believe that Yes, there are a lot of things to do whenever you're building your business for the first time. This is not something that I would have ever taken on my first year, second year, or third year. No, my first year, I didn't write any grants. I was just trying to figure out what I was doing. My second year, same thing. There really wasn't anything coming up. But by the end of the second year is whenever I started realizing that there were grant opportunities and I had more time and my vision was more clarified. So I applied for the Villa Grant end of year two, got the $10,000 one. We applied for the Villa Grant $50,000 one beginning of year three, received that one. And so now we just applied for the YAS prize, didn't receive it. However, I felt so good accomplishing that task, made me realize, however, that a lot of preparation needs to go into something that massive and I do not recommend you do that alone. So here I was in the summertime trying to finish that on my own in the thicket of growth that I was having a very difficult time handling myself. But I've learned a lot. And guys, this is what this whole journey is about and sharing it with you. Because what I think about where you can be compared to where I was my first year to fourth year, I'm telling you, we are movers and shakers. And I really am so grateful for the opportunity to have gone through what we've gone through to be able to share it with you. Honestly, it's very, very humbling, exciting, and it's really what love is all about. And that is giving to others. And so through this experience, I'm grateful to be able to share with you what it looks like on the other side. But I'm also here to tell you what it looks like whenever you apply for something and you don't get it and you're sad because I was sad. And even though you're thinking, well, McKins, come on, girl. I mean, you know, you're just year four. You're doing this by yourself. I mean, not by myself. Okay. By the way, not by myself. Meaning when you look at charter schools, public schools, you see so many people that are a part of this, right? There are other micro schools as well. But for me, starting out our micro school before we started the big growth, it was me as the CEO, as the visionary, 
as the grant writer. I don't feel comfortable hiring a grant writer because I, right now, I'm like, this is this is our vision. This is what we have. This is what was planted inside of me. And I want to unleash this, but I also want to be able to do it with integrity and do it with such depth and passion. And so, yes, you can hire grant writers and I am not opposed to that at all, but I just was not ready for that. And also, I truly believe that even if you hire a grant writer, you this is a partnership. And so you're probably thinking, well, McKins, you know, you are just starting out and you're just growing in these places that have been around for a long time and they've got such large amounts of support and people pouring in. And yes, you're right. But still, there's something about just getting in the race. There's just something about it. Even if you don't win, there's just something about it. Because the work that was done through this type of award, grant writing, was so enlightening you were to do your vision. They asked you to dream very big. You went through how to make it sustainable, transformational. You went through how to make it absolutely outstanding and permissionless. And it really made me think about our school and how much we had committed to making it really great. It made me go even deeper, even deeper. And so I think right now for me, Looking at the YAS Prize and looking at what they stand for in those principles, I want them hanging in our conference room at our school and our church. I want them to be the forefront as I'm continuing to cast a vision. I want to look at the grant that I wrote and be able to go back through and say, what, what really can work? What is it that I need to tweak? What is it that we can gain more stakeholders to come in and help us with this? And I truly believe that when you are working towards something so massive, such as a million dollars, 500,000, 200,000, 100,000, you might not think it's massive, but it is whenever you are just starting out and you have literally put your dream out there for the world to see. So I'm so grateful for the Yas Price movement. I'm so grateful for the people that have funded this and have spearheaded it. I don't know anything about the politics. I don't care about it. I don't know anything. That's not what I'm trying to do here. There's talk always about the politics involved in things. And it's just, that's, we don't need to, we don't need to make room for that. Honestly, what we need to make room for is putting ourselves into situations to give ourselves opportunities to expand our mind to strengthen our heart, to strengthen our goals, to strengthen our vision, and to put it down on paper. Because whether or not it's going to come now, it's going to it's going to come later. Because what you can do as you are working through grants is you can use those same ideas and those same lessons that you're learning and the ideas that are springing forth through your writing, through your dreaming, through your casting. You save it because it's going to be used to create and write another grant. And that's something that we've started this year too, is a spreadsheet with all of the grants that and their deadlines and how we are working towards meeting those deadlines and how to 
not just do it myself, having a team of people and making sure that I'm involving others in our school. Sometimes you just can't, to be honest with you, because you are trying to power through it. You're trying to get things done. You've got a million things. You've got to meet with people. You've got to collaborate. However, if you can start now building up a team and start preparing how you can make your school, your vision, your dream on a grandiose scale and be able to get the incredible support that you need financially, I think it's worth it. I definitely do. So this, the YAS Prize began in March. So I would definitely be looking out for in 2024 for the YAS Prize to come again probably around March. That's what I'm what I am assuming because after March, and you are applying, and there was the July 15th deadline. So back in 2020, at the beginning of 2023, they did a national roadshow. They drove around to many different cities. The Yas Prize did. The Yas Prize Foundation. Then in March, March 27th, they launched the application. In July, the application was due. July 15th. So right then and there, that's whenever I was pushing send. And there were so many meetings. There were so many support groups. They would email you. They even texted you to let you know We've got, a, we've got a Zoom meeting tonight. You can come and ask your questions, which is really nice. September, that's now when the quarterfinalists were announced, the 64. In October, they're going to narrow it down to 23 semifinalists. And they also have you go through an accelerator boot camp. That's in November. And then in December, the finalists and the winners are revealed. Now, you are signing up. I'm sorry. The Accelerator Bootcamp does not start in November, but right now, if you are a quarterfinalist, you are working through the Accelerator Bootcamp. So you are saying whenever you are applying for the YAS Prize, you are committing that if you are a quarterfinalist, you are going to go through Accelerator Bootcamp, which I wanted to do so badly. I'm like, oh my gosh, just the growth, the excitement to learn something new. I, I, I want to be able to do that. And so... I am excited for anybody who, who who was able to receive that opportunity to go through. And I'm sure that, you know, it's accelerating. It's a boot camp. So there's a lot to do in a little bit of time. And then I believe you go to Ohio where you're going to do some presenting for a week. I was looking forward to that so much. And then the in November, there is the YAS Prize Accelerator, like I said, I'm not for sure exactly what that looks like, but I know that they narrow, keep narrowing things down. And then in December, the finalists and the winners are revealed. So take a look at yasprize.org. You can read about the judging process. You can read about the Yas Prize Accelerator Bootcamp, which is a four-week business accelerator. Oh, so good. And you can see so many incredible roadshow pictures you can see videos on their website and read all about the awardees so get yourself together in a sense of preparing in march to start putting your ideas into action to put them down on paper no matter what year you're in i understand that could feel very overwhelming but i say to you right now you'll never know unless you try so yasprize.org and 
please make sure you hop into our group. It was really fun because the day that the Yaz Prize announcement was going live, it was so neat. You got to watch it for an hour. We had friends in our Facebook group who were cheering people on. And it was a one-hour show that was a live stream on their website. And I felt like, I, I honestly felt like I was in a pageant. You know, they'd be like, and Miss Oklahoma. And everybody cheers. Oh, it was so good. So they would come on and talk for a little bit. And then they would turn the video on to a map of the United States of America. And they'd be like, in Ohio. And it would highlight Ohio. And then it would be like, in Florida. And you're like, oh, my gosh, it's so exciting. And you're like, are they going to call my name? It was so good. It was so good. Oh. You guys, we're going to get there one day. We're so going to get there. In the meantime, check it out, yasprize.org. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way. Because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the Virtual Teachers Lounge, known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.